Aaron Rodgers' season is officially over. But yours has just begun with my bookie. NFL College Ball, brand new cash out system that gives you the best options to win all season long. You hit the first two legs of your parlay, guess what? You can cash out early, place another bet, or let it ride for a bigger payday. Join us the entire season at mybookie.ag, or you can scan the QR code right next to me. The link is in the description of this video and or podcast, however you're watching or listening. But... Right now, MyBookie has a no-strings-attached cash bonus that lets you deposit and withdraw quick. Use promo code 49ers49ERS on your first deposit of 50 or more, and you can receive up to $200 in cash instantly credited to your MyBookie account. That's 49ERS, that's the promo code, to claim your bonus now. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere, and I mean anywhere. You can bet anywhere. I've lived in California for eight years. Bet anywhere. I mean it. Head over there with... My bookie. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host. John Chapman. What is going on, faithful? The 49ers oh, yeah. come out in dominating fashion, start to finish, wipe the floor with the Steelers, 30 to 7. What an incredible game, and we are here to celebrate. I got my man Clayton with me. He's yeah. In the chat. Absolutely Woo. incredible game. So I want you guys to start putting up in the chat who were some of the players that stood out to you. I've got my own kind of players of the game. I got my man Nick here with me. What's up, big dog? Oh, my dog. goodness. I got my girls with me. We've had a great time. It's been an incredible weekend. So we're going to do this a little bit different because we're in a celebrating style. The funny thing is the stadium cleared out completely. Um, we're going to walk back. We're going to see how it goes. We're going to get to your questions. But, Clayton, what were your initial reactions? What were some of the things that stood out to you in this game? I mean, what a way to come out of the gates and just get things started this year. Brandon Ayuk, completely unguardable. I did not see one play on the broadcast where he was covered up. It was insane. He was catching touchdowns. He was throwing blocks. He, player of the game on offense for sure. And on defense, the, the player who's going to get all the accolades today is going to be Drake Jackson with three sacks yeah. but the player I want to highlight today yeah. is Cleveland Farrell he made an incredible 
incredible debut for the 49ers today. And he played kind of that Eric Armstead role, though Eric Armstead played the same role as he usually does. He was in there making blocks. He was penetrating into the, the, into the backfield. He was all over the place. But it was just the way that the defense overall was just firing on all cylinders today. I mean, yeah, it well, was insane. I think it took the, – the Steelers didn't have their very first first down until the final two minutes of the second quarter. I think it was five straight possessions of three and out, turnover, three and out, three and out, three and out. And so if you look at just where – sorry, my voice. I've been hosting events all weekend. But if we just look at, like, where the 49ers were most dominant, last year they had the number one defense. Not only did they not skip a beat, they were better. They were better than they were last year. You know, we were talking to some Steelers fans, and I got to say, this city's been incredible. Amazing host, amazing fan base, amazing stadium. But, like, there were several people that were like, man, we did not know your defense was this good. And it was like, well, we were number one in points and yards last year, and it seems like they picked up right where they left off. Shout out to Drake Jackson. Two and a half, three sacks. I don't know how it's going to officially score out. Uh, Armstead was with them at the end, but – our biggest weakness, we've been saying this all offseason, the nickel position and the defensive end position. Well, you've got three solid defensive ends. Kerry Hyder had a sack. Cleveland Farrell, as you said, played incredible. Absolutely great game. I mean, it was just awesome defensively. Now, offensively, good Lord. Brandon Ayuk came out on fire. And if you bet with us, we have already posted profits Nine out of 11 bets have already paid off. So we made some money there. So here's what I want to ask you, Clayton, as we get to some questions. What were your thoughts on Brock Purdy and how he handled this game? The elbow's looking good, John. The elbow is looking fantastic. I mean, the only blemish on the 49ers offense today was unfortunately the right side of the offensive line. Burford had multiple false start penalties. McKivitz played a... He played a McGlinchey game. He was decent-ish for most of the game, but there were moments where TJ Watt did TJ Watt things. And he, I mean, I think he had two or three sacks today. I'll have to take a look at the stats. But, oh, and we just lost John. That is what happens in live shows, folks. Uh, John has been grinding all weekend, and we got him back. Sorry there about that. Is. I got a phone call. It, it cuts me off. <laughs> Who's calling? Who? Guys, come check out the live. You don't need to call my man. We're live. We're here. And now he's gone again. Oh, boy. It really do be like that sometimes. But really, let's see if we can get him back. I'm sorry. I'm no? Okay. Hey, for show, up, for show. Hopefully this yeah, we got you. We got you. Yeah, sorry. I was trying to do like a thing where like I walk out, but it just wasn't working. So no, that's cool. We'll post up here. Yeah, absolutely. Watch all these sad Steeler fans behind you file out of the stadium in droves. And that was another thing that really picked up on the broadcast, John, was just the amount of red in the stadium. It was, it was really quite noticeable. I was looking for your towels too. They didn't quite show up like the like the terrible towels that these Steelers fans do, but you know what? The red. That's what's shown through. And I think it really speaks to who we are as a community uh, and as a larger 49ers fan base. The players feed off of our energy, and I think they felt that today. What were your thoughts about that in the stadium, John? Man, the crowd was awesome. I'd say probably 10 to 15 percent, um, which the Steelers are one of the best fan bases out there. So you have to give them all the credit in the world. Like, they're they're legit. 
um, a lot of trash talk, but it was like healthy. It was fun. Um, it was cool. If this is if the Niners played here again, I would say if you have a family, if you got kids, this is where you should bring them on a away game because it was just cool. But as soon as the first quarter was over, the game, it just felt like it was over. The Niners were in complete control. And I see there's fans recognize that. And so it was just, it was a mess, man. Uh, like there was like several points where the fans booed their own team. There were several points in the game where fans literally got up and walked out in droves before the fourth quarter. I posted a picture on Twitter at the two minute warning. The stadium was at like 20% capacity. Like they've checked out uh, just because it was so bad. So how much of that is the Steelers are bad? How much of that is the 49ers are good? That's what we're going to find out. Because if you look at the way the spread was that this was a two and a half point spread game. You blew them out 30 to seven, 30 to seven. Turnovers, sacks, three and outs, complete domination. Let's get to some of these questions. Absolutely. Uh, my man, Mosquito Killer, he says, this is how you win. From now on, when you win, that's how I want to win. Right there. Just an absolute domineering performance by the 49ers. Like, uh, let's see. In two out of three phases of the game, offense, defense, special teams. With, with Jake Moody, I, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about what he did. Came in, handled his responsibilities, completely accurate, no issues, did everything he was supposed to do. So whenever you win all three phases of the game, you're going to get something like this. And, you know, just absolutely – I would – I'm curious about this. I know this is the early slate of games. Is there going to be a more dominant performance by any team in the NFL week one? And I'm going to say the Niners have set the bar really damn high. Somebody else might, but all the power rankings for, you know, whatever ESP. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. NFL, which I don't really care about the talking heads too much, which I am a talking head, but how do the power rankings not come out with the 49ers number one? And looking ahead, we got the Rams next week, and they just put Cooper Cup on IR. So, yeah, just a couple thoughts. Next question, Clayton. Let's see what else we got. 
Let's get it. Sonia, she writes, is there any update on Trent Williams? Is he okay? Now, from the broadcast, it kind of looked like a stinger. Maybe. I don't want to speculate on injuries. And I will take a look here and see if we're getting any updated news on Trent Williams. But he did come out of that game a little bit early. Uh, Jalen Moore finished it out. Uh, John, did you see anything in the stadium? Yeah. Oh, as soon as, like, he got hurt, it was just like, oh, no, Trent Williams is hurt. And this is kind of one of the big differences between being at the game and the broadcast view. Because as soon as he got hurt, I'm just watching 71. He goes to the sideline, refuses to sit down on the bench, pushes away the trainer, and went right back out there after one play. Trent Williams missed one play and finished the game. So my assumption would be, like you said, a stinger, got the breath knocked out of him perhaps, Zero issues with Trent Williams moving forward, which is huge because he's by far one of the top three, top four 49ers for everything that we're going forward to the next. So if you're looking for Trent Williams or any concern or injury report, breath knocked out of him, Stinger, he's A-OK. No issue. So let's, let's move on to the next spot. Absolutely. Let's take a look at that. I got Siggy. He's writing. What's your take on Colton McKivitz? Yeah, um, not the game we wanted him to have. Um Two drives, back-to-back drives got ended. Should have been three, but Brock Purdy had such a great job just like corralling the fumble, like against his back. But you had three straight drives that should have ended because you gave him no help. You gave him no help. If you leave Colton McKivitz one-on-one with T.J. Watt, consecutive plays in a row, something's going to go bad. Now, one of those sacks that was bad, Colton McKivitz didn't have a good game. However... There is context to why things went the way that they went. One of the sacks, you know, McKivitz pushed T.J. Watt all the way behind the quarterback, about five yards behind the quarterback. However, there was pressure up the middle, so Brock Purdy couldn't step up. So McKivitz did great in walling off and pushing out of the quarterback pocket, but because there was pressure up the middle, Brock Purdy stepped back. So not a good game for McKivitz. Definitely not time to move on. I've already gotten those emails and DMs. No, it's nothing like that. You just got to help them more. You put a tight end over there. Put it back over there. But if you go empty, which is cool, quick release one or chip with Juwan Jennings or Christian McCaffrey coming off the edge, even if it's an empty set, you can still do that with a short slot to the right side. And they didn't do that until later in the game. So I don't think that it's time to panic about McKivitz. But at the same time, I do not think that this was like a giant, oh, this is our guy of the future. I thought he played well. Um, yeah. I thought he had some bad moments, and he needs to be helped a little bit. And I'll say this about McKivitz, John. He's not going to play TJ Watt every single week. I mean, that's about as good as it gets. He's not going to play Nick Bosa either. So I don't think we need to be overly concerned. I think it's something you circle, and we'll see it in the All-22 film this week on the 49ersRush.com and on Patreon. And we'll highlight the bad plays, and we'll highlight the good plays. And there were a little bit of both. And it's just one of those things where we don't need to overreact in week one. We got the win. It was a dominant performance overall. And yeah, there's my man Josiah right there saying pay Brandon Ayuk. And let's, let's focus on some more good. Yes. It was a great game. Yes. And Brandon Ayuk, on the offense at least, the highlight. Absolutely. Well, here's my thing. I, I kept telling everybody, 
And I said this in our preview show, and I said this in our bets of the week, which we put out every single week on Patreon on the 49ersrush.com. I said they play way too much man coverage. If you play man coverage against number 11, you're going to get burned. We bet over on IU catches. We bet over on IU yards. Got paid out. Dude went off. Two touchdowns. Because it's just the matchups, the corners were weak. And they don't put them in a position to highlight themselves against route runners. That's why I kept saying, this is going to be IU game. This is going to be IU game. All week, number 11, number 11. And that's exactly what it was. Their corners had no opportunity. I mean, two touchdowns, over 120 receiving yards. Efficient, efficient, efficient. Brendan IU is going to get paid, and he deserves it. And now, here's what's crazy, Clayton. The 49ers have the most cap space in the entire NFL. <laughs> It's going to get that's wild. Ain't worried about it it at Mm -hmm. all. And Kenneth, he writes, and number 11's blocking. It was really right there on display for you at the beginning of the second half when he made that incredible block in space to break CMC3 free down the sideline there on that touchdown. That insane touchdown that gave us a big win on the betting. Because I think it was what? Christian McCaffrey over 62 and a half yards? He got it on that yes. one play, and he had already been going crazy. It, it, that's, yeah. that's what's crazy about this team, John. We all play together. And that's what's been really the staple of the 2019 season, last season, and hopefully we'll see it again this year. I think so. Yeah, you said it very well. Like, it's complimentary football. Whenever you have a wide receiver that goes for over 120 yards receiving two touchdowns but is also pancaking people, on running plays, he's Frankenstein. That's just who he is to me. And Fred Warner created a monster and Brandon Ayuk, and there's no turning back. And so it's, you know, I thought it was always comical when people kept saying this offseason, oh, we're going to lose Ayuk, we're going to lose Ayuk. And I'm just like, why? He is the stereotypical, absolutely perfect fit. You see the Niners fans going, baby. My man, Nick Parra, dude. Yeah. My guy. <laughs> Yes. So, Ayuk's not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. We're worldwide. We're worldwide. Let's go. I love it, man. These are my Canadian buddies. We're going to go party. So, if anybody's in Pittsburgh, we're going to go hang out at McFadden's where we threw a party last night after the game. So, if you're watching this in Pittsburgh, come hang out. Uh, come say what's up. We Our parties this week were awesome. We had over 500 people at our party last night. We had over 300 people at our tailgate today. Just awesome atmosphere, kid-friendly, building the community. It's been a great week, Clayton. It really, really has. So if you want to come hang out with us, we got 11 more road trips to go. The 49, uh, 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Go check it out if you haven't already. 49ers Rush Road Trip. Clayton's got it scrolling at the bottom of the screen. Oh, yeah. We'll all be there, John. I'm going to be there in Arizona. Uh, and the faithful... We really are. We're worldwide, John. And that's, I think, what separates us from most NFL fan bases. And I said it before, the players feel that on the field, too. You know, there's something yeah. about going into somebody else's stadium and then absolutely owning the place by the time the game's over. We were chanting, like, you could hear Let's Go Niner chants in the third and fourth quarter. Like, the fan base, because it's funny. I think that there's a metric of quality fan bases and every time we go somewhere, Clayton will be back in a second, but every time we go somewhere, the common statement we get from restaurants and fans, man, 
Nobody travels like you guys except maybe the Steelers and except maybe the Cowboys. But to travel this well in Pittsburgh, walk them out of their stadium and get let's go Niners chance in the third quarter and the players can hear it. The players on the bench turned around to the stands and started like pumping us up. You had Ufunga and Fred Warner asking the crowd to get loud on third down. Like, you don't do that in other people's houses. It's disrespectful. It's downright disrespectful, but that's who we have. Trent Williams, CNC, Kittle, Bosa, all these guys just downright disrespectful to Pittsburgh. And so you show up in this city, you put it on them, the fans showed up, the people, we started the game and we were like having like really fun trash talk with some Steelers fans. They never came back after halftime. They didn't come back. They didn't come back. At the end of the game, we were surrounded by about 39ers fans and like two Steelers fans. Disrespectful. It was awesome, man. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. I want to get some more comments, John. Okay, and cool. yeah, let's the first cool. one, yeah, the first one I'm going to roll with is Chaz right here. He writes to you, national folks were saying Pickett was the real deal and Purdy was going to get rattled by the Steelers' defense. It's funny, John, isn't it? How really, how fast the script can flip. Yeah, well, you look at Brock Purdy. 49ers led by Brock Purdy have scored over 30 points in 7 out of 10 games. Over 30 points in 7 out of 10 games. And one of those games, he didn't make it past the first series because of the injury in Pittsburgh or Philadelphia. On top of that, you look at Brock Purdy, he continued his regular season streak of two or more touchdown passes every single game he's played in. Like, what do you want from the guy? Whether it's moxie, whether it's scrambling, whether it's clutch plays on third down. Like, okay, I said my four players of the game. You talked about Brandon Ayuk, he's there. We talked about Drake Jackson getting three sacks. Good gosh. My other two, CMC, unbelievable, and Brock Purdy. Like, there is just a calm, cool, collected moxie that we have not seen in the freaking San Francisco at the quarterback position. I don't know the last quarterback that was like this. Because you had Jeff Garcia, and that's where I want to go with it. But Jeff Garcia was like a fighter. He wanted to box people. That's just who he was. Brock Purdy's just – I don't know. It, it, I, I think we're getting to the point now. A lot of people want to say Drew Brees, whatever. Like, Brock Purdy is putting himself in a position that is non-comparable to other quarterbacks. It's uniquely his own. Yeah, it's uniquely his own, John. Who else, who else can say they were the last pick in the NFL draft? And then go all the way from there to here within literally like, <laughs> I love it. We're worldwide. But like, who can, say, who can say they've gone from the last pick of the draft to week one starter and team captain in one season? That has literally, it's impossible. No one else has done that. It should not be possible. But it's real, and we're living it right now. And, I mean, it's just, I mean, it speaks to the fact that his teammates see it in him. You can see it through the TV screen. You can see it at the stadium. It's potentially the beginning of something really incredible, John. And it's, it's awesome to be able to say that all of us who are probably here in this YouTube, you know, <laughs> and at the stadium, we're witnessing potentially history. 
I, I think wherever you were with where the 49ers were going to be this year, which everybody thought they were going to be good, they had the highest odds to make the playoffs, the second or third highest to make the Super Bowl, whatever else. Wherever you were, you have to reset that week after week after week. Now, will the Niners blow everybody out like this? No. Are no. they going to go undefeated? No. Is no. there going to be bad times this year? Yes. But yeah. you have to look at this week, and you have to weigh this week. And when you walk away, who is better than us currently? I don't think that there's an answer to that question. I don't think we'd say any team. Niners will no. be number one on almost everybody's power rankings, and rightfully so. So, Clayton, let's do this. Let's finish up with two more comments or questions. Yeah. We'll wrap this show up. I fly back to the Bay Area tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to try to get a show out before I jump on the plane tomorrow. Um, we're going to have film every single offensive, defensive, special teams play broken down on our Patreon channel, which is in the description of this video, and the 49ersrush.com. Those will start on Tuesday. What's that, brother? <laughs> I love it. And, I mean, John, I'm, I'm going to bring us back to earth here. Sonia writes, hats off to the offense and defense today. They really did. They played great. But the special teams made me nervous on those kickoff returns. John, I'm going to say this. The best player for the Pittsburgh Steelers today, outside of TJ Watt, who's just, he does Watt things. He's a Watt. It happens. The best player was Anthony McFarland. He had almost, maybe potentially, even with those last couple of kicks that he got, he had over 100 yards just on special teams. So I'm curious to know, John, and we'll see this in the All-22 this week on the 49ersrush.com and Patreon. We'll see if it was Anthony doing, you know, crazy things in the, in the kick return game or if that's maybe something we need to watch in the future with the 49ers uh, special teams. What, what were your thoughts? Yeah, I think our... Kickoff coverage has been one of the worst in the NFL for eight years. Now, Mitch Wisnowski handled kickoffs, which is what you don't want. But Jake Moody kicked very well. But eventually, Jake Moody will handle kickoffs as well, but he's been dealing with an issue. So I think a lot of the help will happen once you get Jake Moody and his big leg out there handling kickoffs and just be all touchbacks. Um, but, yeah, so we'll have to see the film because you're right. I think you nailed it. It wasn't great. It wasn't great. And so – you got to win in all three phases. And I do think that the 49ers had a better special teams game than the Steelers did collectively, but not on kickoff and kickoff return. I think you nailed that one perfectly. Yeah. Well, the issue with the Steelers was they were shooting themselves in the foot constantly. I mean, penalties all right. over the place in all three phases of the game. Um, and, oh, my goodness. It's really never going to stop. And y'all are going to have a great time at the after party. I'm excited for you. Wish I was there. I mean, shoot, I'm, well, same one, level, two, three. I'm four deep, but I'm at home. It's different. It's different out here, you know. And really, guys, if you do get the opportunity this year, check out the 49ers Rush Road Trip. Come out. We're going to be at home. We're going to be on the road. And we're going to have a great time no matter where we're at. But I do want to get to one last comment today, John, before we take off. And that's going to be from John Nevels. He writes to you, did we really just witness Drake Jackson breaking out with three sacks to start the season? Potentially. I, did not see that I mean, he had one of the worst training camps, didn't play in preseason, injuries, just not good, but he bulked up and it worked today. It absolutely worked today. You saw Bosa getting double teamed. You saw Javen Hargrave getting double teamed. You leave Drake Jackson one on one on the back side, and that's what we said. 
when Bosa's around, it elevates the play of everybody, and he took advantage of it. He was great. Not only that, he had a tackle for loss. He had two other tackles. Drake Jackson was awesome. So if they can get this type of supporting cast play from their not elite-level players, if you get guys like Drake Jackson or Drake Greenlaw, who played great today, or Hufunga, which I'm rocking the Hufunga jersey. Ooh, that looks nice. The enforcer over the middle. Like, you get that play from these guys on the defense, you're going to be all right. So, Clayton, let's wrap it up. I'm going to go celebrate with my friends. Um, Take us out of here, my friend. Heck, yeah. Faithful, this is the beginning of an incredible journey. We have so much more football. We have so much more football to enjoy this year. Let's do what we can to help the squad out. Let's not get too high. Let's not get too low. It's one game, okay? We're going to have... We're going to have an incredible season this year. Stick with us. Come hang out with us on the 49ers Rush Road Trip. Come hang out with us on the 49ersrush.com. And, folks, stay strong this week, okay? Stay strong, faithful. Peace. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.